Hey there, ProSide small group leaders. Welcome to our small group leaders podcast where we help you prepare to lead your small group. I'm here with uh, Lex and Lomibao, our campus missionary and downtown site leader. And uh, we're just excited to have you all here. Thank you for joining us and uh, getting ready for another awesome small group. So um, as we continue our series, Bless, we're looking at what Jesus uh, taught uh, in, in the scripture about how we can live a life that honors him and brings God's kingdom blessings into our lives. And we're looking at the text here in, in Matthew chapter 6, uh, verses 19 through 34, a long passage of scripture, but I want to just highlight this first part here where he says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy, where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And, you know, we're addressing the issue of worry and anxiety in our lives. And Jesus is addressing that because in the text that immediately follows it, he he mentions not to worry four times, emphasizing do not worry. You shouldn't worry about this. Don't worry about that. How do we live in a world and not worry? Because there's a lot of things that we can worry about. I mean, there's so many things in this life that cause worry and anxiety and fear. But Jesus gives the antidote to that in the verse that we just read. Do not sort for yourselves treasures on earth. Because if you think about it, much of the stuff that we worry about is all earthly stuff, right? Mm -hmm. From our our houses, our cars, our jobs, what about the economy? All of that's earthly. Even our health is temporary, right? Because no matter what we do, no matter how hard we diet, how hard you exercise, right? Take take a zillion (laughs) supplements, you're still going to die. And so even worrying about our health, if you think about it, is a very temporary earthly thing that causes us fear. Just about everything that would cause us worry and fear and anxiety is something temporary. And that's why Jesus says here, The antidote to that, how you can live a life free of worry, is do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth. Because anything on earth can be taken from you. But the things, the treasures in heaven, no thief can break in and steal. No moth and rust can destroy because it's given to us by God. And that's really the whole point of this weekend sermon. You know, it's funny because I was, um, you know, a lot of the guys in my small group or, or just people in our church around my age, we have a lot of kids that are playing sports. And uh, sports, you know, you get busy. Like said, yep. one day you'll have kids and you'll be busy doing sports things too. <sighs> yep, and that's yes. just what society teaches us is important, what we should value, mm-hmm. where we should spend our time. And I get it. Like I'll drive around the island to take my kid to a training or to a game. Like that's just what you do. But when it gets busy, the first thing that we punt out of our schedule is church, is church right? Mm-hmm. Or it's, it's the spiritual stuff. We'll yep. punt. I don't have time to read the Bible. I don't have time to pray. I don't have time to read the Bible with my kids. I don't have time to go to church. I don't have time to go to a small group. I don't have time to take my kids to youth group or whatever it is because we're so busy with all this temporary stuff. So I want to share this statistic. I was looking this up. 7% of high school athletes will play in college one day. Just 7%. We spend all our time prepping our kids for sports, right? Absolutely. This isn't just bagging on athletes, okay? I, I, I'm a sports dad, so I get it. But anything, right? We get so busy doing stuff. Only 7% of high school athletes will make it in college. Only 2% of high school athletes will get a college scholarship. So you're putting all our energy hoping to get that scholarship. Only 2% of college athletes will become pro athletes. So watch this. Only 0.14% of high school athletes will become professional athletes. So all this investment, what is the return going to be at the end? But now watch this. 100% of our kids are going to be attacked by the enemy. Mm. 100% of their marriages will be attacked by the enemy. 40 to 50% of their marriages will end in divorce, statistically speaking. 39.5% of them will battle cancer one day. And 100% of our kids will stand before the Lord one day. 
what are we preparing our kids for? The 0.14% chance that they'll be pro athletes, the 0.2% chance or the 2% chance that they'll, they'll get a college scholarship or the 100% chance that they're going to stand before God. Mm-hmm. And I think that perspective for me, it puts things in perspective. What am I investing in? What am I making important in my life? And the things that cause me worry, what if he doesn't make the team? What if he doesn't get this scholarship? What if this? What if that? What if they lose the game? Who cares in the grander scheme of things? We need to build our spiritual lives. And I think that's what Jesus is saying. You can translate this to gymnastics. You can translate this to to violin. You can translate this to dance. I know we got a lot of dance parents out there. But what are we investing in? Are we investing in our spiritual lives? Because if we are, we don't have to worry. But if it's all this earthly stuff that at the end of the day doesn't matter... And that's causing us all this anxiety, and we punt God in the process. Maybe that's why our lives are filled with worry and concern. So, anyway, that was a little little bonus content for you there. But um, so Lex, you know, uh, what stood out to you? You know, as what is God highlighting to you from the weekend message? The main thought and our scriptures above, and as leaders, as you prepare to lead your small groups, come with a thought that that stood out to you. How is God uh, obviously moving in you? from this weekend's message and this thought. What is God highlighting to you? No, Pastor Billy, I think you made a fantastic point. And it's funny you talk about sports because for some reason I just felt led to rewatch the series All-American. And, uh, <laughs> and and the thing about it too is even when you get into the NFL, if there's one little injury that you have, it kind of it ruins yeah. everything. It's over. And That's then right. usually it leads that player into a place of depression, mm-hmm. emotional anxiety, and then they kind of lose sense of who they really are because they were so wrapped within that. And then even connecting it not just to sports, but even as I was reading this, I was kind of reminded of even one of my brothers where he makes a whole lot of money. He has like, he has a boat, he has cars, he has a motorcycle, he even just built a house in the Philippines. But yet, every time I see him, he's always, he's always anxious. Mm. He can't stop moving. He can't stop working. He's going back and forth from the Philippines to San Diego because his family's in the Philippines, Mm -hmm. but he's not willing to let go of what he has in San Diego. So you can see there where you can have all the money in the world, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but if it's not focused on God, then it will never be enough and it'll never be sufficient. That's so you're trying point. to fill this hole within your heart and then it breeds more anxiety, yeah. more exhaustion, and it also affects your relationships with the people that are closest great, to you. Great point, man. And that's I think Jesus says that too, right? Well, it does it profit a person to gain the whole world and lose, his own and lose your own soul. So on the outside shot that you do get the college scholarship yep. and you do become a pro athlete, mm-hmm. the 0.14% chance that you become a pro athlete or your kids do, so what? Like, yeah. was that really the, is that the, the win at the end? Because you can have all this stuff mm-hmm. and lose yourself, lose your marriage, lose your family. And at the end of the day, we can't take any of that money with us. Your brother ain't taking that boat to heaven. <laughs> no, he's you not. I mean? Absolutely house. not. I mean, all the riches that we could possibly gain doesn't come with us. But yet, that's the stuff that causes us anxiety. Mm-hmm. And we sacrifice really important stuff for. And it's just, I think Jesus is telling us that's foolish. Like, mm-hmm. why would you do that? Right? And so... Leaders, I want, I want us to really reflect here and help the people in our groups reflect. What is causing you anxiety and is it worth it for one? Because Jesus says, if we focus on earthly things, we're going to worry. But if we focus on eternal things, you don't have to worry. He says it four times, do not worry. And whenever the Bible repeats something over and over and over again, he's making a point that we can live a life free of worry and anxiety if we focus our lives on the right things. You know, I was just thinking about that, you know, for myself that, you know, we all worry about finances. We all yeah. worry about our retirement. We all worry mm-hmm. about these kinds of things. But you know what? I realize what's helped me, especially during the season where my son, you know, went through his his health crisis and all that kind of stuff. Like, just realizing this life is temporary. Mm-hmm. That even if it's not going to be great for 40, 50, 60 years, one day we'll be in heaven. 
Mm-hmm. And I want to live in such a way that when I get there, there's it's going to be good. You know what I mean? Like, or, or whenever this life is over, it's going to be good. And Jesus says that as we as we live for Him, we're storing up for ourselves treasures in heaven. And as we live for Him, we know that there's a reward waiting for us on the other side. And I think that's far more important because you can have your best life now. Yeah. You know, there's a famous book. You know, <laughs> your best life now. You can have that. But it's temporary. Mm-hmm. What's eternal is what really matters. So honestly, who cares about your best life now? We yep. need the best life they, later. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the book you should write, Lex. Oh, your, okay. Your, well, we'll think about your it. Your best life later. Let's All do right, that. And then I'll definitely give Pastor Billy some credit. I'll write you an endorsement. Write that book. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, But you know what? Even kind of picking up from what Pastor Billy said, I think it's so true. And then even as we answer the second question is, I'll go ahead and share a time where I had to trust God that really brought a lot of anxiety. It's when I, it's when I got saved. It was about three years of being a Christian and mm. God called me to move to Hawaii and I didn't know Pastor Billy at the time he didn't know me we never saw each other face to face but yeah when I got a word from God I just felt led to go but at that time I was working as a financial loan advisor I was making pretty good money I just bought a new car a Scion FRS and I was feeling on top of the world and then when God told me to go here you know my first reaction was was oh I might have to sell my car and when I told that to the guy that was telling me to move to Hawaii he said yeah you might have to sell it And then from there, I got convicted because, you know, the parable of the rich young ruler, when he literally asked him, he said, what do I need to be saved? And obviously Jesus said, yeah, read your word, pray, do all these things. But he said, I already do that. And he said, okay, when I go to sell everything you have, give it to the poor and come Mm -hmm. follow me. And when that rich young ruler couldn't do it, what did he do? He left away sad. Mm -hmm. But I'm sharing this because I had that moment. And when I decided to literally drop everything, move to Hawaii, my parents didn't understand. My brothers thought I was crazy. I thought I was crazy. But I want to share this because it because it wraps together where God provided every step of the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how did I know that it was God? Is that right when I got onto the plane, all the anxiety that I was feeling, all the fear, it dissipated right just like that. Mm. And then obviously, as I continue to step in obedience and I got on this island, God provided the home, the job, the money and everything. So You forgot the most important thing. You met your wife here. So See, you know what? <laughs> Amen to that. So if you didn't, so that's a great, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. if you if you let the possessions stop you from following God, yep. you would have missed out on the most important, can't call her possession, but you know what I mean, person <laughs> in your life is your wife, right? And and most importantly, God's plan. Yeah. And I think that's that's a great parable because I think mm-hmm. for a lot of people, we sacrifice following God and pursuing God because of something that we want to gain, a promotion, a job, a house, a car, whatever, yep. a, a position something temporary again and we may miss out on god's plan Mm -hmm. and his purpose for our lives and and you know leaders we're heading into the summer months where people are going to get really really busy i mean i'm already busy i know people are already busy graduations parties travel the whole deal and we really want to encourage people don't punt on the spiritual stuff Mm. you know what i mean if you're going to let one thing slip from your life don't let it be god don't let it be small group don't let it be church because the enemy is prowling and he's attacking. He wants to drag people down. I just heard uh, just recently about a a couple in our church whose marriage is on the brink. Mm -hmm. And I I know these people haven't been in small group for a while. I just heard another couple in my small group this past week, they found out that that one of their children has a diagnosis that is really concerning. And you just realize that things happen in people's lives and if their spiritual life isn't strong, these things can take you down. Mm -hmm. And, And I think that's what the enemy wants. And so we could sacrifice following God for a car or whatever and maybe lose our very selves in the process. And I think that's why Jesus is saying, focus on these heavenly things, eternal things, God's kingdom, not just earthly stuff. Thank you for sharing that. That was really great. And then leaders, you know, the last point there, share 
what is currently causing anxiety in your life. You know, we want people in the group to be able to kind of just unpack a little bit, right? Um, maybe it is a diagnosis that your kid got, or maybe it's something that's going on at work or something like that. And how is God teaching you to trust Him in this area? How is God teaching you to follow Him? Or what is He calling you to do? Or how is He calling you to apply this discussion in that area of your life? And give people in your group space to process. And mm-hmm. then, of course, at the end, make sure we pray for one another. Because in the midst of following God, all kinds of stuff are going to come up. And we want to help people to focus on the right things and not let this earthly stuff take over. Yeah, amen. Absolutely. And then even one thing I want to say, too, is, I mean, I know a lot of us are on vacation or going on vacations, but we need to remember that the enemy never takes vacations. That's a great point, man. And obviously fighting the spiritual fight means being consistent in small group, being in church, not just for the sake of just checking it off the list, but knowing that we need that in order to thrive Mm -hmm. spiritually and to continue to fulfill that God called us to fulfill. So thank you, Pastor Billy, for that. And yeah, I just want to say continue to remain consistent because know that there is a calling upon your life and God will hold you accountable for yep. what he's called you to do. And you know, just, just one last tag on thought to that. It's not even just about us, right? That mm-hmm. there are people that God's placed in our lives that we need to encourage, that we need to lead to him. Yep. And if we're not consistent because we're busy doing all kinds of stuff and we're punting on the spiritual things, what about the people that we're supposed to help, right? Mm. We need to be consistent because God's got a calling for us to make a difference in other people's lives. And so, so leaders, thank you for all that you do. I know you fight to be at your small group every week. I know you're fighting to be at mm. church. Um, but, but let's encourage the people in our groups to do the same, but also to be out in the community, loving on our neighbors, loving on our friends. And let's not let the spiritual life slip during this season, but all the more we should lean into God because he's got a purpose for us to make a difference in people's lives. Amen. And we pray that everyone will begin to live a life free of worry so we can help other people experience the freedom that is in living for Christ and living for his kingdom. Amen. Well, thank you leaders for all that you guys do. You guys are awesome. You're the heart of this church and we're looking forward to seeing all that God's gonna do in you and through you and all of us together. So thank you. Have a great week. Have a great small group and let's go make a difference together. God bless. God bless. 